Hello. Hello, 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 everyone. It's us again. It's Courtney. And it's Sam. And you're back. No. Well, you are back listening. We're back here to be listened to. <laughs> Welcome on back. Cruising with Crew. Um, hope that you've all had a wonderful week. Um, we're back on track now, aren't we, baby? Back on track. The busyness has calmed down. Oh, yeah. We're back, ready to rumble, coming at you on a Monday. Yes. What's going on? Let's get ready to rumble. Um, anyways, <laughs> this week we thought that we would focus a little bit more on a specific role, a specific department on board, because shout out to Mr. Thomas, who has slid into our DMs. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, Thomas. You just messaged us politely and conservatively asking about some questions <laughs> regarding um, youth staff and working with the kids and teens on board ships. This is a massive department, a massive like core area mm. of cruising. Um Obviously not for certain cruise lines like Virgin Voyages with adults only, but <laughs> for basically every other cruise line out there, this is a really, really important area. Um, so we want to dive into that and um, give you our knowledge, give you our take, because we do have some inside scoop, don't we, Mr. Sam? We do indeed. We do indeed. So I don't know that I've really spoken about this much on the podcast directly but um we really we've been focusing on our journeys i guess as crew staff and statement hosts mm -hmm. however before i was crew staff i was actually in youth activities on the disney dream now i started as well it was always um, a youth activities entertainment host and that's what i was for about two contracts um out of uh, my, my, my time on ships so um it was a really fun time, and as a youth activity staff uh, host, you would essentially run the shows and perform the various activities and presentations and different shows that we had in the club. But then you would also double occasionally when needed on the floor as a, a, a youth counsellor as well. So it was kind of like a, a, a double-edged sword. You would do your two types of roles you would either be performing and hosting and entertaining or you would be you know as youth staff so I've, I've had an insight I did this as I say for about two contracts so on Disney ships there is a bunch of different clubs that go in different age ranges um, so there's Oceaneer Club and Lab which is for the uh, the kind of the, the youngest crowd so that's what I think it was three years old to 12 and then you had the tween space, which was called Edge. Um, and again, this was just on the dream, so it varies, but uh, this was specifically for DCL. Edge was for 13 to sort of uh, 16, I think. And then there was Vibe, which was 16 to 18, uh, which was the, the, kind of the, 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 the teen side of things. So they would vary, and obviously each of the activities that they would do would be appropriate to their age so like you know the kids would be in the ocean club and lab would be you know cooking classes and character-based stuff very disney heavy but then the teens would be like movie making and you'd try and you'd have to run around and make a spoof of um That's cool. yeah we had a whole day in activity where you had to run around and make a spoof of like pirates of the caribbean oh, i love that and that's a fun idea you would direct like you would basically create a production crew with the kids for the day and one person would be an editor one person would be a director people would be characters and you'd run across this day um 
uh, a, uh, a film production class and crew and then, then someone from broadcast would actually come down and film it for you that's so cool and then they would have a showing and a screening like an open house screening where their friends and family come and watch how it was, nice it was a really cool activity actually movie makers it was called um, anyway I digress so yes I'm happy to share my knowledge as both youth staff but also as youth ent- activities and entertainment host as well and we'll try and give you um, perspectives from obviously both Disney and NCL I've reached out to a few of my friends that are still on board um, for their insight too um, on board a lot of the time the youth staff work quite closely with crew staff um, at least they do on NCL um, but very similar, uh, we have the, yeah, the younger age group, which is the Splash Academy, and then the teens, I think 13 to 17, is the Entourage. Okay. Um, so same kind of thing. Um, they would always do a, like a stage show at the end of the week. Then the parents would all come in and watch them in the theatre at the end of the yeah. week, the younger ones. So similar to what you, what you had on board with movie making, but they would perform. Um, and even some of their game shows, we would host with the youth staff, crew staff and youth staff. Crew staff and youth staff would host um, some more family-friendly game shows. So the crew staff would be the main host, but the youth staff would like support and and run the show as well. It was really cool. Um, but anyways, let's get into it. Um, I'm going to be asking all of the questions that Thomas had sent us through. Okay. Um, and so if anybody else is listening and youth staff, the youth academy is what you'd want to go into and you've got any other questions for us that we haven't covered today, let us know. Um, we're always happy to take some questions you can find us on instagram you can reply to us on all of our platforms we'll get into all of that later on let's get into it um okay first question sam what are the shifts or the time off like what kind of shifts and time off do you have what's the general schedule on a day-to-day basis great question so actually the way it works is your day is split up into three different shift types you have a morning shift uh, an afternoon shift and an evening shift um, now, this would obviously vary, and sometimes on a C day you'd have a split shift. So let's go through them. Morning shift <clears throat> is as it sounds. It is it is like an earlier style shift. You'd wake up earlier, maybe seven, seven thirty, eight o'clock. But then you would also subsequently finish earlier. So you're looking at an eight p.m. finish, seven thirty finish, something like that. Nice and early, which means that you can get off. You can maybe go for dinner on board. Uh, you can go see a show. You can really enjoy your evening off. You have a mid-shift, which is where you start sort of 10, mm-hmm. 10.30, 11, nice start time. Weird finish time because you're finishing at like 10, 11, where you're like, don't have quite enough time to enjoy your evening, right. but you can still make it to crew bar, so it's not the end of the world, right? Result. <laughs> um, and then finally, your late shift. Again, dreamy, dreamy, dreamy. You would start at a nice late 3 p.m. Oh, wow. But you would finish at like 1 a.m. Right. Yep, yep, yep. So, and, and don't forget, at the end of the day, you have to clean as well. So um, the three bucketing system is something that's very specific to ships, but also to kid spaces as well. Um, and you would have to, th- what we call three buckets, everything, all the spaces at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And that is your job. And throughout the day, you also have to three bucket as well. Um, I don't want to divulge into that because we can get towards that as a bonus question at the end. But it's also something you'll just learn on board with Disney if you ever were to go with DCL. So it's not general enough. Uh, But yes, those were the three types. Now, you would have a split shift, which was, as it sounds, usually on a C day, you would wake up, you'd do like eight 
till one. You'd have a big break in the day, maybe one till four or one till five. And then you'd start up again, you know, four or five o'clock all the way through until 11, sometimes 12. So that was split where you'd have a big break in the afternoon. So that wasn't always the best because if you weren't in port, you kind of had, you couldn't really optimize your day. Everything on ships when it comes to your time off as we've said many a times, is all about maximizing the hours that you have off and using them to your best advantage. It becomes a bit of a science and you'll get used to it the more and more and more you do ships. You become used to optimizing your your days off and your time off. I say days off. (laughs) What do I mean by that? Obviously, you don't get a day off, but you might get a magic jump. What's a magic jump? What is a magic jump? (laughs) So a magic jump is a incredible thing that mainly only happens two, three times a contract. This is where you have an early finish, but a late start. Oh. Yeah, it's amazing. And it actually, it only happens, it happens very, very rarely. So you may have an early finish, so you work all day, but then it means you finish at six, right, let's say. But it means because you've got a late start, you don't start till 3 p.m. So That's you've got nice. from six until three, which is almost... Almost. Almost a whole day off. Yeah, that's good. And the best part about it is that magic jumps nine times out of ten will go from a debark night into an embark morning or an embark day. Oh, perfect. Now, the reason why that's so good, my friends, is because if you're at the end of a week and it's debark and your guests are changing over, that can really almost feel like a Friday night sometimes Mm -hmm. because everyone's relieved that they've done another cruise Everyone hits crew bar hard because also nine times out of 10, if you're having an embark morning, everyone usually has a bit of a later start. So your embark and debark were on different days? What what I mean by, sorry, what I mean by that, no, no, they were on the same day. But what I mean by that, sorry, is your, your home port day, the evening of your home port day, going into your home port, everyone usually had the following morning when you were in your home port, um would have a later start. Right, sorry, I got confused by that. And that's probably the way I'm explaining it. So <laughs> so it was great because again, people would go a bit harder in crew bar yeah. because everyone would start like an hour, two hours later than usual. So everyone have a lie in, you mm. know what I mean? And the worst thing you had to do was get up and have a morning meeting with a coffee. Oh you know yeah. I mean? So um, it was great. But of course, if you had a late magic jump and you were starting at three, and that was magical because you could have your Friday night in crew bar then you could wake up early and you could go to Disney World, my friends. Oh, what a dream. You could just get off board and you could go to Disney World and you could hit the parks for three, three and a half, four hours. That makes a difference. We oh, used to get excited incredible. about going to Walmart. Yep. It's not quite the same, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you would. You would rent a car <clears throat> and you'd go flying down to Orlando. It's about an hour from Port Canaveral. So nice. And you'd hit one of the parks. Amazing. And, yeah, it was great. It was um, great. I'm going to add to this quickly because I want to ask you something at the same time. Um, When I asked my friends on board um, about their schedules for Mm. NCL, Mm. I was told that Kids Club is only open when the ship is sailing. So on a port day, you have the chance to go ashore. And also, besides working the Kids Club uh, opening hours, youth staff would also help in gangway and directional duties. So was that the same for you? Like... In the mornings, would you have to get up and, and kind of be with the crew staff waving people goodbye or, you know, helping out with shore excursions on the gangway, embark, debark, you still had to do those kind of duties. And yeah, for Disney, was the was the kids club open during port days? 
Good question. So uh, let's break that down. So yes, it was always open during port days. Mm -hmm. uh, Kids Club was always running. The only exception to when Kids Club on ship, on, on, on the ship on board, was not open, was during Castaway Key days. Right. And that was because on Castaway Key, we have our own separate space um, for the kids. So the kids would go there rather than being in the actual Kids Club themselves. In terms of helping out with other duties, yes, you do. Welcome line, which is our Embark kind of uh, clapping line, a welcome aboard, I guess. Mm. Uh, youth staff would help with that. Debark, absolutely, wave goodbye. <clears throat> we all stand in line with Mickey hands and wave Cute. everyone off. <laughs> so you'd help with that. Um, but again, not the worst shift in the world because you would start early, right? So you'd finish really early. Um you would also help with gangway, with safety duties, right, right. all that stuff. So in terms of your, your obviously, yeah, yes, your job is uh, in youth staff, but in your overall kind of safety duties yeah. and obligations for the ship, you absolutely would have those as well. But again, you'll go through all the training. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next question from Thomas. Can you explicitly ask the cruise line whether you'd rather work with younger children or with teens? Good question, Thomas. Uh, yes, I guess you could put a preference in. Uh, when you arrive on board, you could say, I've had X amount of experience, and they might consider it. However, nine times out of 10, everyone usually will start in the Oceaneer Club and the Oceaneer Lab as your base, because that is where you have the bulk of your training. You're buying large of all your training on board, because also it's it's it requires the most amount of staff because it's the largest breadth of, yeah. of age range so yes you after maybe one or two contracts or perhaps even in your first contract if you um, are a shining star you would move to the tween or the teen space however you still need to kind of do your time yeah, earn yeah. your stripes so to speak uh in the ocean air club and lab to get those basics of the standards up um and to get you up to speed with how disney do things on the kids spaces because they take the kids' spaces extremely seriously, of course. as they should do, because you're looking after people's children. You know? Yeah. On NCL, um, my friend, she's actually my old roomie. Shout out, Mabu, hi. <laughs> um, when you apply, you can specify which one you'd like, as long as you can justify that you have at least two years' experience with the children in your preferred age group. So that's something to keep in mind for anybody that would prefer to either be with teens or or younger kids. Um, there's also an option as well when you apply with NCL to apply to be a seasonal youth counsellor. Hey. So they only stay on board for one between one and three months during the high season, during peak season. So if that's maybe something that you're interested in, maybe you want to get a little bit of a taster of what it would be like to be on board before you fully commit to a six-month contract, have a look into that as well at being a seasonal youth counsellor. Get your foot in the door. But cool. All right, let's move on to Thomas's next one, I think. Um, is it common to have young crew members aged under 21? And would I be able to do the position of youth staff being so young? Awesome question again, Thomas. So yes, it is fairly common. I know usually the by and large of cruise ship jobs, you have to be 21 or over. However, with Disney Cruise Line, you can be under 21 and be working in the kids spaces. You still have to be 18, of course, but between 18 to 21, you can work as a youth counselor in the kids spaces. It's not uncommon. There were people 
there were fewer, but there were some that were under 21. The only thing to bear in mind is that some of the activities on board require you to be 21. So that might affect your experience on board, perhaps, um, if you are someone who enjoys a social good time. However, if you're not someone that's particularly bothered by being uh, massively social in terms of, you know, drinks, um, then yeah, do it because you'll still be able to go to every activity that is 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 available. Thank you. <laughs> that is available. I also just want to chime in here that just because you join under twenty one doesn't mean you cannot have fun. I was nineteen when I joined ships. Obviously, not as a youth counselor. I was always crew staff. But on NCL, you can also be uh, youth staff under twenty one. Um, obviously, like linking to the last answer that I just gave, it was fine to do the position being so young as long as you can, if you're specifying which age group, as long as you can prove you've got the relevant experience. Um, However, yes, there are sneaky ways to make sure that you can still enjoy yourself. Just saying, emptying out a Pepsi can and then refilling (laughs) it with something else. No one's going to know. They're not going to know. But how will they know? They're not going to know. Um, not not that I did that ever. Of course not. No, you wouldn't do that. Um, but yeah, don't like, don't let that <clears throat> stop you from applying. Don't let that think that you're not going to have a good time because you'll enjoy yourself regardless. Um, okay, let's move on to the next one because I've just briefly mentioned it about the experience. So the next question from Thomas was, how much prior experience do I need working with children? So obviously my old roommate mentioned for NCL, if you're specifying, if you're trying to choose which age group you need to have at least two years experience to justify why you're asking for a certain age group. But I think if you're not asking, you're happy to just go into it. I'm sure that you can pretty much start off. I'm, I'm assuming like you can apply. It doesn't, I'm not, I don't think there's like a, you have to have this amount of experience. Am I wrong? For Disney, you do have to have some childcare experience, right. yes, before. But that is quite broad in a sense. So it's not childcare in terms of like intense, like like babysitting or, you know, looking after uh, younger children in, in a pastoral sense. Um, but you do need to, whether you've worked at a summer camp, whether you've worked at theme parks, where you just need to have worked around and with children, uh, usually six months to a year, is, is favorable. Um, although don't let that discourage you if you've really had no experience whatsoever. Um, I'm sure they, they may still consider you. However, it is favorable to have six months to a year or at least some experience. As I say, summer camps, theme parks, um, I guess youth centers, anything like that where you've worked directly with kids, um, but doesn't necessarily have to be in a pastoral sense. Okay, it must be the same for NCL. Don't don't quote me on being able to just go into it because I'm really not 100% sure. Um, but I'm, I'm sure that it's very similar to what you've just said. It doesn't, you don't need to panic too much if you haven't got like a full degree in training and training and an extensive list of everything you've done with childcare. You need to have some kind of relevant mm-hmm. experience, but don't, don't panic. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Um... Okay, the last one from Thomas, and then maybe if I have anything I want to ask or if there's anything else that you want to share, we can get into that. 
Is there a lot of admin work to do when the area is closed? Good question, Thomas. I'm not exactly sure when you say admin work, uh, what do you mean? In terms of paperwork, no, there isn't really. Um, the only admin side of things that you might be doing is checking people in and out of the club where you use a computer and you have to kind of fill in some forms and stuff. But that's forms are part of your shift. The only thing you do when the doors close and we shut the venue is you have to three buckets you have to clean. So now I'll quickly mention the three bucket. The three bucket process is basically uh, soap, water and bleach. And you have to wipe every surface down with soap first, then rinse it with water and then bleach using that three step process meticulously. Um, because obviously there's no fresh air on ships. It's all recirculated air. So everything has to be sterilized, especially around children. Um, so yes, that is the only major thing you do. A lot of cleaning and a lot of sorting when the doors close. But unfortunately cleaning and that sort of thing is part of the parcel with most jobs on board there is some sort of laborious task that you have to do it can't all be fun um even even when you're crew staff you're still setting up and cleaning up your activities um and there's it's no different to the youth spaces the activities you provide are also the ones you clean up whether you're a host as well you're also cleaning up and uh getting rid of your of your of your shows um and again, as youth staff, you are also three-bucketing surfaces and cleaning spaces for the kids. So cleaning uh, is a part of the process no matter what you do on board. So it's just what it is. I tell you, having to sanitise those bloody pencils at the end of a trivia. Oh my goodness. So yeah, you can't avoid it whatever you want to do on board. Um, I, I'm sure that on NCL there's moments like both for crew staff and youth staff that there'll be days where okay, you have to go through your inventory. Like, okay, how many prizes have we got left to give out? Um, what we used to have on on NCL in the crew staff department, which now I don't know if they do this in the youth staff, but I could imagine because there's always prizes to give away, obviously for the, the activities and the games you're hosting. A lot of your activities in the youth department would be, you know, you'd need supplies like art supplies or because it depends on what they're doing. So very similar crew staff and youth staff in terms of like what we need to provide for the guests. So it doesn't matter just because they're a different age group. You still need to provide in a fun um, but safe environment and you have supplies that go along with that. So whether it's a painting class for adults or kids, same rules apply that like we would have to go through and make and, and check how many um how much paint have we got left? How many canvas boards have we got left? How many paintbrushes have we, do we need any more paintbrushes? Things like that. So that's not all the time, but you might have to do that or help out in that maybe once a month, maybe once every two weeks, something like that, just to keep on, on top of it because um, you will report to your manager and they need to know so that they can order it because trying to get stuff on board sometimes can be a bit tricky. Um but we used to do on in our crew staff teams on the ships I worked on, we'd have different duties. So one cruise, I would be in charge of the lockers. The next cruise, I would be in charge of the prizes. The next week cruise, I'd be in charge of keeping the office clean, stuff like that. So something like that might w- might come into play um, on your team anyway. Yes, yeah. Invent- a prize inventory mm. and in general stock inventory is absolutely something you would do. I forgot about that, thank you. Um, but again, you'll get training on how to do that if you've never done that before. It's not too difficult. Um, and it's something that 
you know, you just report back to the managers with. But again, you're given time on your shift. So it's quite a nice break sometimes. If you've been on the floor around children, been really active, and you just, you get given like an inventory part of your day for like an hour, sometimes that is gorgeous because it yeah. just gives you a bit of a break from the noise of the floor. And you can just, you know, chill out a bit and, and tick your list off. And it's just calming, you know. And sometimes... When you work kids' spaces, it's wonderful. It's very energetic. It's very loud. It's very noisy. It's very stimulating. But it sometimes can just get a little bit overwhelming. So if you ever need, you know, a, a moment of a little bit of peace, then something doing like an inventory check or we used to call it um, when you do bookmark uh, cutters. So mm. you'd have to cut out like the phone book bookmarks for the children. Um, again, that was a really nice thing that you could do because you just stand in the back office and use the cutter and cut that out. And people used to enjoy that for half an hour just to give them a break from the noise and from the floor and to give them a reset, you know? So, yeah, it's it's you do have to do those kind of things, but actually they, they're somewhat of a blessing when you work in youth uh, activities because um, it just gives you a bit of a breather from the noise of the floor. Same, same for crew staff. Like, I used to like... I mean, I'm a very organized person anyway, so cleaning. <laughs> I'm a little bit like Monica from Friends at moments in my life. If I'm angry, I'll clean stuff. Um, but yeah, it used to be quite nice to just be in the locker on my own and just organize it. And I'd be like, oh, yes, this has given me a little bit of like <laughs> zen. Um, but what else is funny? I used to think on board that you'd have all my friends that were youth staff. Because um, youth staff and crew staff may be roomed together, by the way because they're all part of the entertainment team. So you could be sharing a cabin with someone um, mm. from the youth staff of your crew staff or vice versa. Um, but it's funny to listen to like their children voice all day and they come into the cabin and they're like, oh, okay, thank God that's over. Or like some of them are like the ones that are the craziest in the crew bar because they've yeah. had to be on their best behavior with the children all day. So it's very funny. Um, but yeah, I think that, that those were all of Thomas's questions. Okay. I think we've covered quite a lot. Um, we're actually going to feature one of my other friends um, who was working on board with me. Still on board right now. He's a teen counsellor. Um, so we're going to feature some of his voice notes that he sent through to me. So thank you very much for that so that you can listen as well. Maybe he's going to share some different stuff that we haven't mentioned so far. Um, and as I mentioned earlier on, if there is anyone that's listening and you're interested in going into the youth staff, um, the youth team... And there's anything that we haven't answered today, just send us a message. Yep. Like we're always available. Um, we're happy to send voice notes so we mm. can go all into it. Like we want to try and provide you guys with the most amount of information as possible. So please let us know if there's anything, anything, anything that you want us to cover. So we'll put those audio bits in now. Hey, everybody say hi, Courtney. <laughs> Basically, if I start work at 10 on the sea days, 10 a.m., I will work until, um, let's say, 12 or 1. All right. And then I'm going to have one hour break and I come back. Let's say I had my break at 1, so I'll come back at 2. And then from 2 to 5 as well, I'm going to have another break and come back at 7 and work until um, 10 p.m. Then the other people who are doing the night owls, like um, let's say from 10 p.m. until 1 a.m., they're going to take over. 
but those are the ones starting from noon those people doing the night owl they don't start at 10 or 8 they start at 12. on the port days i can start um, if i'm port money let's say i cannot get off the ship mostly i'm i'm gonna be the one doing the i'm gonna be the one doing the the port activities um let's say i will start at eight and i will be working until two all right so from by two i'm done i'm done for the day and i will come back tomorrow for another port if it's um two consecutive ports or if it's another sea day so i'll be um working in the morning shift because i finish earlier than the other people so it makes sense that i start early um and yeah basically on the port days you might be working seven hours or six hours on the sea days you might be working like nine or ten hours yeah basically if you have um, a background with children even if it's a year two years the more the merrier they say so but basically if you have any experience with children um that helps a lot even sometimes there are some people working in the in our department they have never worked with children before so they hear new hires and they get trained and all those things because when you get hired here there's a three-month training first there's a two-week training two weeks training then three-month training and all those things so you'll get um, to know the job and all those things but if you have experience with children before that's even better because if there's a, uh, a candidate who has experience and another one who doesn't most likely they will take the one with experience I hope I've answered all the questions. Otherwise, just let me know so I can give you more details. Miss you. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much um, to my friend. I'm trying to keep him anonymous in case he doesn't want to be mentioned. Um, but thank you so much for sending those across and giving us your insights. Um, that was awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, great to have a perspective from an active crew member with NCL. Live, live from the ship. <laughs> Reporting live from NCL. Um... But yeah, I think that's pretty much it for today, Sam. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to add? The biggest thing is go on board and into that space with a lot of patience. You may think you're a patient person. This will test your patience. There will be times when you want to scream to the rooftops or little things will start to bother you. Just always remember the kids are there to have fun. This is their safe space. This is their vacation space. So they're going to be wild. They're going to be crazy. Allow them to be allow them to be because you know what the kids spaces is as much of a break for the adults as it is for the kids so this is actually that space nine times out of ten is their vacation playground so allow it allow it to be don't i mean you know in be you know follow the rules and you know allow the kids to follow the rules as well help them to follow the rules but also if they want to be a bit goofy and a bit crazy it's fine allow them to don't be a mistrunchable. And also allow yourself to have fun. Like, I don't know what the kids clubs look like on Disney, but on NCL, they were so cool. And um, we sometimes like as crew staff, you're not allowed into the youth academy. Um, it's very strict rules, which is good. But there'd be moments that if it was closed and um, like the cruise director gave us permission or the um, youth activities manager gave us permission, we were allowed to go into uh, the kids club and we'd have like movie nights or game nights and stuff like that in there and the facilities are so fun so as well like enjoy it enjoy your time being there we had some incredible activities uh, that the kids would do we would do anything from 
uh, Get the Hook, which is a detective agency where um, it would be Captain Hook would have lost his hook and would need to try and find it, right? So it'd be a three-day episodic show that would happen at the same time each and every day that would follow a storyline where the kids would move between the spaces as a detective agency and try and find clues. So and they would meet, like, Captain Hook, Mr. Smee. They'd meet the genie. Oh, wow. They'd find all these clues, you know what I mean? Or it would be, like, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, and we'd have a big scream can, mm-hmm. and the kids would have to fill the scream can up with telling their jokes. Or we would do, like, princess stories or Journey to Neverland with Peter Pan. You know, Oh, how magical. So you're getting all these incredible interactive character-based story-driven experiences where the kids are having this one-on-one time with their dream character and their favourite characters, and they'll often come dressed up, you know, to join in. Or maybe, you know, they'll be transported to Paris and they'll meet, you know, one of the chefs that worked in Gaston's kitchen and bake with him, you know, and cook with him. So all these experiences are so uniquely Disney and so wonderful. So they're really special to the kids. You know, so yeah, and they're an awesome thing for you to enjoy as well. I was about to say that, like special for you as well to mm-hmm. be able to witness and be a part of that magic. And then we even do uh, in the kids spaces, they even, as you say, they open it up for the, mm. uh, the the crew and also for the adults as well. They have everything from Millennium Falcon Simulator to, you know, activities with Spider-Man and um, Marvel training camps and everything. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Uh, so... Just enjoy the spaces, enjoy your time. And remember, you are one big family in uh, YA, in uh, youth, youth activities. You are one massive family and often you form the biggest department in entertainment or sub-department, I guess. Mm. Um, so enjoy being a part of that family and enjoy meeting people from, people from all around the world. And if you're a host, you know, really put all your energy in. If you're a host, there are going to be days when you're exhausted and you don't have the energy or your voice is going you just got to think, you know, that the kids are here for such a short amount of time. I just now really want to go on a Disney cruise <laughs> and be in the kids club. <laughs> Can I just pretend that I'm young enough? Oh, sounds so cool. <laughs> Um, but anyway, as as you know, you can listen to us on all kinds of different platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, all of the things, all of the ones. And follow us on Instagram if you're not already. Send us a message if there's anything that you want us to cover about this, but also about anything. Like Thomas sent us a message and we were really happy because now we could dedicate a whole episode to it. So if there's anyone out there that it doesn't necessarily even have to be within the entertainment department, mm. tell us. Tell us what you want to know. We've got people. We've we've got people. My people, his people, our people will talk to people. Um, like we've got loads of friends still on board, loads of people with different insights from all different departments. So please let us know what you need to know what's going to help you prepare yourselves to go on board. Because nine times out of ten, it will help someone else. Absolutely. Um, and of course, we are not associated with Disney Cruise Line or Norwegian Cruise Line or any of the above. This is just for fun. This is just for us to put our two cents in and hope that we can help your onboarding experience become more seamless. Um, so yeah, until next time, we hope that you do all have a wonderful and magical week ahead of you. And we'll see you real soon, everyone. Bye. Bye.